Yesterday, I had one of those uh, jarring juxtaposition moments that make life truly fascinating, that make the day-to-day following of Jesus suddenly stand in stark relief, where we see the way that death and life run right next to each other, and yet Jesus, in having conquered death, still is pushing through into our life. So, here was the situation. I was preparing yesterday to speak at the Anchor Fellowship here in Colorado Springs, and people were arriving, and there was just that that sort of natural joy in the air. People excited to see these brothers and sisters who we do life together. We've come to know Him better together. It's, It's a place of great joy. And in came one of my very dear friends, Pam, if you happen to be listening, Pam, to let me know that she had just received word that one of our friends the wonderful Barbara Blankenship, was maybe on the verge of going to be with the Lord. Some of you know Barbara, if you live in Colorado Springs. She had a stroke a great number of years ago that has made life very difficult. And yet, in the midst of moving from total mobility and and joy and, and outward, just giving her life away to others has been, uh, you know, moved into a wheelchair, less able to speak and articulate her thoughts. And yet, she has come quite often to the anchor and been someone who, when she puts her hand up, you know it's going to be incredible, deep, sweet. Well, here I was standing in the midst of all of the joy of the anchor fellowship, just about to get going. And then I'm hearing that, that Barbara or Bibi, as we often have called her, might be going home. And sure enough, within about five minutes, my dear friend, her son-in-law, Marvin, texted me and said that in fact, it had happened. As he said, she's gone to be with that wonderful bearded man. So I stood up in front of the class and I, I shared that news and we prayed for the Blankenship and Harold families, all the children and grandchildren. And, and we reflected for a moment on the sweetness of that one human life who had given her life to making sure that other people experience the kindness and the sweetness of Jesus. And then we prayed. And and in that moment, I, I felt such joy that we know him. And that right then, yesterday morning, in the blink of an eye, she stood holy and blameless before him face to face to delight overwhelmingly in the one who had brought such earthly delight to her now in heaven with him. So as I said, it it was a sort of a jarring juxtaposition, joy, sorrow, life, death. And as I sat here this morning, the next day, it reminded me of something I had read. It was in a biography of, of Kierkegaard and This is just this beautiful thought on what it means to abide in both life and death. And specifically, as you're about to hear, Kierkegaard is talking about what does it mean when we die as ones who abide in him? So I'll read you Kierkegaard, and then I want to repurpose his words for today, a day in which you and I, those who are listening to me right now, we are alive. We're actually living today. We're experiencing this day through the lens of trying to follow Jesus. So anyways, here is Soren Kierkegaard talking about abiding in Jesus, in in God, in the context of death. Kierkegaard wrote, If you abide in God, then whether you live or you die, 
whether things go well or badly for you while you are alive, whether you die today or only after 70 years, and whether you find your death at the bottom of the sea at its greatest depth or you are exploded in the air, you still do not come to be outside of God. You abide. Thus you remain present to yourself in God. I'm haunted by those last words. The idea that to abide in Jesus is the actual human experience of remaining and being present to myself in him, that we are actually being translated out of the death that was before into the life that is to come by the experience of sharing his very vibrant, uh, vital life. That's what I saw my friend Barbara doing through the years that I got to know her. I think that's what her children and grandchildren got to see. Even after that crippling stroke, they got to see someone who was present to herself in him. So I would say, statistically speaking, you're listening to my voice right now on this recording. Probably today is not the day you'll die. (laughs) Probably you will live and rest tonight and wake tomorrow. But taking Kierkegaard's words as a jump off, I just want to repurpose them for those of us who are alive, who are trying with this life day uh, to do it again, to abide in him. So here we go. Eugene's version of Kierkegaard's words. If you abide in Jesus today, then today, living, whether things go well or badly for you in the midst of this day, whether you live it up or slog along through today's unending minutes and seconds, whether you find your life at a seeming low ebb, painfully difficult, or you are bursting with joy, you will never for a moment No, not for one single triumphant or tragic second, be outside of him. For you abide, you in him and he in you. And thus you remain present to yourself in Christ. My friends, every one of us wants to live. We want our lives not only to go along in seeming sort of uh, comfort with it all going all right. We actually want to live. We want it to be overflowing, real, true to the truth. And so in the spirit and with her as part of our cloud of witnesses, our friend Barbara, I just want to remind you yet again, one more day of your life to stay attached to Jesus, to abide in him like a branch to a vine, clinging to every little bit of what you know of him so that his nourishing sap, the Holy Spirit, can flow through your life in love, in joy, in peace, and in power to every single human being with whom you interact today. I concluded our time at Anchor yesterday by reminding the class, do you know what? In the world's economy, none of us is particularly important. None of us is necessarily being written about on the headlines today. But to the degree that we abide in Jesus, 
that we source our life from his very spirit, the Holy Spirit, well, suddenly our lives stand in an important place. They are the touch points between this earth and the kingdom of heaven, which is always invading. So knowing that she's now part of the throne room, overwhelming atmosphere, I just want to tip my hat to Bibi. What a life. What a joy to have known someone who really wanted to know Jesus and abide in him every day. And to those of us who continue to live on and live as witnesses and examples and living testimonies of the living life of Jesus, I would say, let's go do it. Let's not stop. Let's be relentless to remain present to ourselves in him. Thanks for listening.